Hey, will you get this scratch for me? I can't. I can't reach over here. Oh wait, we're recording. Oh God! You know what I just realized that your shirt says one not done, one like not lose. W O N. Does that mean because they've never won a Super Bowl? Oh no! Why are you why are you negging me right at the beginning about my Buffalo Bills? It says one not done, as in like they won the division. (laughs) They won the AFC East, and they are not done. Which that 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 year they were done. They lost. <laughs> I think they, they lost to the te- the Texans. I think well, in the first as I, round. As I was trying to finish my book, Eileen, great read. I also read uh, my year of rest and relaxation um, by Otessa Moshfeg. I think you pronounce it. Anyway, while I was trying wow, to we're finish, we're going to like like obscure shit right now. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, as I was trying to finish Eileen, the book. Last night, you were telling me that all the states are predicting that the Bills will win the Super Bowl this year. Not all the states. A lot. No, and then like you said the Chicago states, was a state. The states that matter. The states that matter are predicting that the Bills are, will win. Virginia and North Carolina, the two places that I grew up, mm-hmm. are predicting that the Bills, and yeah, the Bills will win the Super Bowl. Which I can't, uh, even saying that I can't, it's too much of a jinx <laughs> right now, just saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it only is because uh, everyone from Buffalo migrated down to that area, just like my family. So, yeah. So they're just <laughs> good, not based on facts or statistics? Just no, it's definitely love. based on facts and statistics this year, or at least the past couple of years, because of Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, you know what I realized real quick? These pillows will fit those shams. Okay. Sorry, side note, we're, we're sitting why next we, to a lot of pillows. Why are we going with the minutiae, even I'm though this so, is no, called no, the no. slog cast? Why are, talk, why are we talking about pillows? No, don't worry. That's We have to talk about... One and done. My <laughs> whole day of Tim yesterday. That I was not included in. Well, because you had to go to work. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I won. A long day at the place I, that shall not be named. I won, as we said before, I said before, I won tickets to the show, the main show, but they also had their weekly podcast. The main that was show live. of Tim Heidecker. Yeah. Yeah. Just reminding the folks out there. I just, oh yeah, Tim Heidecker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get it. I think they get it. <laughs> but the uh, office hours was, is the, was the first show, and that's their normal podcast that they do normally on Thursdays. And I was brave and sat right up on the in the front, and I was like right under Tim. I could like see his like his gullet. Scrotum. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I could see his like. I don't know. It was just weird to be that close to him because you could see his little mannerisms. Like you could feel him being being stressed and stuff like that because you were just that close. It was so. It was interesting. I'm surprised that was your first time at the Bell House. No, I'd never I've been, been there. there. A, long, a lot of times, but a long time ago. I think it was more popular a while ago. Now it's um. Well, I like I was seeing smaller bands there. Anyway, I saw Raining Sound there. R.I.P. Oh, yeah, I didn't uh, know there. Oh. Yeah, Raining Sound dissolved, but uh, Greg Cartwright, the lead singer of Raining Sound, is now touring again with the Oblivions. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Bloodshot Records, great record company. Anyway, go ahead. Cool. Well, I almost got a question in. So I had my 
Billy Joel t-shirt on. And I had a few questions that I thought I might answer. One of many Billy Joel (laughs) t-shirts. Well, two. I have two. But the, uh, well, it was really for Vic, but Vic Berger, he was on the other side of him, so he couldn't really see it. But he seemed a little out of it that whole day, even, like, while Mm -hmm. performing last night. I think he's just, like, done touring. They're, like, almost done. And they do, they have been doing, um, what is it, the Joel Hole, which is, like, a side thing where Vic, like, does, goes through, like... He goes through like the whole discography of uh, of Billy Joel. That's a and popular podcast format lately. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Bjork I mean, Billy, is gonna do. Yeah, Bjork's hers. gonna do her own, which is yeah. awesome. I can't yeah. wait to listen to that. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not as familiar with some of her albums, but I right. love like a few of them. like Vespertine and Post are like my favorite too. Cool. Yeah. But anyway, I almost got a question, but then he like kind of interrupted. My, I mean, I, I, he was, they were handing out the uh, microphone down, like in the crowd. The microphone wasn't coming back to me in that moment. And he then like said something about like he doesn't let Vic wear his Billy Joel shirt anymore. And then I made like a weird gesture. I was like, should I, should I talk? Because it was like not going to be on the podcast because he couldn't hear me unless I shouted and I didn't want to like shout like, uh, huh. like it was going to be a long question. <laughs> it was like. Uh, what are your influences? You know, just something. I don't know. It was. I was going to ask. Was it a question about pillows? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Usually, the question, the questions that he got were like mostly stupid, and I wanted to ask something kind of serious because he's you know half serious, half half not. Yeah. So you know, but it was still a lot of fun. And then the show afterwards with uh, our friend Anthony. He's my friend originally of more than friend. 10 years. But I do <laughs> love that too. You know, my longtime friend is buddying up with my my boyfriend. I love that. And then our other friend Leon and I were at the place that shall not be named. And Leon was feeling very left out. And oh. I don't want to talk about oh. it. Because Leon was Anthony's best man in his oh. wedding. Did Leon they, want me to invite him to, to it? <laughs> <laughs> but then I wouldn't have him at work. Uh, but yeah, um, guess, yeah. they, those two want to start a podcast together and they keep on asking me technically how you do it. I said, Alex deals with that. Also, I will not be allowing him to give information because we don't need a competitor podcast out there. You well, know? you know what's funny is that <laughs> Anthony was asking me about my technical expertise. Of course he was. Doing this. Yeah. Because so, he wanted to do it. I know. But he not with Leon. Leon. Oh. Wait. No. Leon. Don't listen to this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he really he wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the whole idea. It's good. The yeah, concept yeah. is good. I'm not going to shout it out right now. It was with me because we actually did a podcast. We, oh, I was recording all of our conversation, and it was all about football. It was all about race cars. Oh, uh, speaking of race what? cars, okay. are you still thinking about it? Because I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Paul Newman, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That document. So Alex so and good. I just finished... The, um, the Last Movie Stars documentary, the six-part docu-series on HBO Max, directed by Ethan Hawke. It seemed like it was a quarantine project of Ethan Hawke's because it he was, was so because bored. It was, because it was all... Yeah. It was so good. It was... It is... Ing- we finished it, what, like two nights ago? Yeah. It took a but while But it, to it took a while yeah. because we saw the first two episodes a while ago, and mm-hmm. then we kind of had to breathe on that because it, it is a commitment. Like, you need to be invested. It is not you're on your phone TV. No, you got to listen to it. Yeah, and it. we're... Yeah, I mean, we're not yeah. binge watchers to begin with, no. but we... Yeah. We watched the last two episodes in a row, and that was almost three hours. So I really had no like idea who Joanne who Joe- Woodward was. 
And a lot I can't of people believe, don't. I can't believe like that I hadn't. I I don't know if I've seen a Paul Newman movie, and I, that's crazy. Oh man, that was insane. Every like it's I think crazy. episode four of the docu series is when he was becoming like the legend status, like Cool Hand Luke. Maybe it was three or four. Cool that era. HUD was like his start into that. Um, yeah, you have. I've the even stain. seen a lot of classic movies too, and it just like his never came up. I don't know why. The Hustler. I, it's, yeah. The Sting, the Sting, like Butch, Butch Cassidy, Cool Hand Luke, um, even The Color of Money. Well, that was a later one, but, but yeah. still wet classic. I mean, one best actor. You know, right? Yeah, Finally. I think that yeah. had more to do with like it was his time kind of Oscar, but yeah. still it was. I, I mean, mean, just like just like Leo, but Leo was like pouting for two, like way longer, or no, not longer, shorter, a shorter amount of time, really, like his career, and he was just like, I'm, I deserve one. Yeah, After, and you like, know, Amy Adams years, is but, getting like, into that realm now, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Deborah Kerr yeah. is the original movie star, who I'm sure you... She is like a Joanne Woodward. She's like one of the greatest actors of all time, but she was never in a movie that entered classic legend status, so people forget about her. But mm. she was the original movie star who had the most oscar nominations with no wins and she she never even won a it's her time oscar she won like an honorary oscar before she passed so they went through like all of his best actor nominations and like all of the actors that won were also like way unknown like i had no fucking clue who those guys except for gandhi that's the he should have won for the verdict that year and then kingsley that was even when he was like fucking he was a severe alcoholic and he was just like trying to push out a really good movie really and desperately you haven't seen that <laughs> i haven't seen the verdict yeah i gotta yeah, see we have a lot to do you i saw to... gandhi though i saw that in high school it's, oh, like, God. it's almost like that required. is a high that is a high school it's movie. so good though it's good it's good it's just a law lo- it's a slog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's introduce ourselves as oh yes like, hi <laughs> hi everybody this is Maeve Alice Kinnar. I'm drinking my coffee. Uh, this is Alex. <laughs> Alexander Chittister, and this is the Slogcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but real quick, before we get into our uh, topic, uh, I think we decided we're going to start with Cool Hand Luke, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. Or I, would sla- I know you want to see Slapshot a lot. Slap we do shot. need to see. <laughs> yeah, we do need to tap into their movies together. I think maybe just as far as. Um, Lineage is concerned. We should maybe start with Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Did you ever read Tennessee Williams? Any of his plays? I I went to two high schools that were barely high schools. No, they were they were high schools. I know we talked about this before. Yeah. But if I had, I really feel like if I had maybe grown up in a city or major suburb of yeah Roanoke or whatever like I would have probably been exposed to a little bit more yeah but Don't whatever worry. it's I mean, fine if, I mean my you know my family's gonna hear this so like whatever <laughs> no, <laughs> like, come on <laughs> come on I mean we've we have a podcast called the Slogcast. means you can talk about a lot of stuff so I don't think you're lacking in anything Al no I, no I know yeah. no I'm just I'm, no I'm just saying I know the things that I haven't seen or just in, in red and all of that like yeah could fill a book but I did so real quick the last last part of the docuseries is a scene of Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman in the water Paul swims up to her 
and they kiss and it's just this it was beautiful and just the sound of the water and there really was nothing else there was no music it was just them laughing kissing the sound yes so i loved it and i keep on thinking about that scene so it took me a while to figure out what movie that was from because what do you google search like paul newman joanne woodward swimming in an ocean movie i finally found it via imdb joanne's imdb it's from that movie wusa Really? Yeah. What a weird movie. Like I know. I just, just from seeing the clips of that movie, like that scene does not make sense in that movie. I know. I know. It's, it's all like super political. And the way and that like, they showed it in the docuseries, that movie must be like four and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's that scene. There's a suicide scene. There's a mass shooting scene. There's... Literally like there's a... Like a mass shooting scene, and then Paul Newman's like speaking during it. It's like it's what? bizarre, the but ki- we have the sh- to watch it. The killer it. was the guy from Psycho, Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins, like he was a member of the. I um, never heard Andrew of this Studio. movie. Like it's so like up my alley. I love political shit. He like well, they said it just Paul simply Newman was is, not good. Paul Newman is like the OG like social justice warrior. He's like I a, know. and he makes the best fucking dressing and <laughs> yeah. marinara sauce. And what, what? And popcorn. We gotta buy all Newman's own shit. I like the lemonade. From now on. Um, <laughs> but they say Slapshot is the better political commentary movie, so we have to watch I'm, that too. I'm intrigued in, as to why. I know um, a hockey movie. Yeah, it seemed a little. And bit he seemed kind of more old to movie. be a hockey player. Well, he seemed he was like a player coach or something. It looked oh, like because yeah. everybody else was like young and he was i saw (laughs) i saw on amazon those chiefs jerseys from slapshot authentic look nice jerseys on amazon for 30 bucks so it was like a movie jersey (laughs) it's a movie jersey just like on etsy i want to buy that crew neck sweatshirt of sidekicks from father of the bride yeah I love it. so fucking nerdy. Like, oh, it's <laughs> like, so nerdy. Like, no, when I mean, I both s- of those things. I know. We, and when I see. We both had those things. I don't know. It's, it's one we would have to tiny say, step above, like, a Dunder Mifflin shirt or a Callahan shirt, way which is. Than that. I know, Dunder I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. see Dunder Mifflin shirts, like, Terrible. every day. Or the Callahan. The and it's like, and uh, get over it. Everybody likes The Office. Who cares? Nobody cares. I know. The office is great. It's Who no cares? Parks and Rec, am I right? <laughs> no. I'm joking. I've never seen it, remember? Parks and Rec is almost as good, but it's not as good as The Office. But I've seen more of it, yeah. of Parks and Rec. No. Yeah. Anyway, so you got, you were able to slap together a list for yourself. It's real slaps together. See, mine, this was the easy part. The top five for me, easy. Ten through six difficult so last week i was so stressed this week i'm cruising baby well two of mine are like very obvious and i really hope that you didn't choose them obvious to and we'll be able to talk on them there's one that will need a little bit of lawyering real time to make sense of like why i don't like it okay and then the Should other, we just get the into others, it? Actually, all of them, kind of, really. And then one, just I'm really just shitting on one person. You'll see. You'll see. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think who that is. And it doesn't be. go with the formula completely. And, uh, of course, my brother knew which sketch you were talking about with uh, uh, Tracy. Pie? Yeah. He called me this morning. He was like, this happened. It was this year. It was this was the host. Blah, blah, blah. Why? He's gonna he's gonna have to be a guest, but he's gonna blow us out of the water. I don't think so. I think he probably researched it. <laughs> he didn't just have that on his noggin. Uh, he could have. He could. I mean, have. if he really loved doo pies, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, he God. probably likes duty. All right, this is our cue to start. <laughs> um, I guess you go first, right? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Okay, you're number five. Okay, so my number five is a reoccurring sketch, and it is uh, Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer. Okay, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean that I think that she's not funny, really. Like that. This is these. This is why these are. This is kind of loose for me because I don't particularly hate her like acting in it because she really makes fun of him well. And when it, the podium but starts moving, there's a difference between making fun of somebody. Just like we were, we were talking about, like how we were humanizing Donald Trump and like tussling mm-hmm. his hair. Jim Jim Jimmy Fallon did that, and like them him even being on SNL was just yeah. like holy shit. Oh yeah, it was the year before. It was the year before the election. Yeah. I could have just, I mean, it would have been too easy to just pick, like, the whole, every single sketch of, of Donald Trump, because, you know, it's like, I'm Those I'm aren't iconic. That. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they're they're popular enough, I guess. It's like, it's Donald Trump doing the, you know, the Drake dance. God, it's like that. that's right. It's cringe as hell, but, like, I don't, who cares about that? Yeah. But just saying, it's a similar thing to where, like, she was humanizing Sean Spicer, but literally Sean Spicer up there like lit lying for the president the whole time enough to where like he I mean I don't know why he's not in jail for, he was like, on for, Dancing with the Stars I was gonna say that I'm just Sorry. saying <laughs> I was gonna say that like he was so he was so humanized that he was on Dancing with the Stars but he's just as like culpable with a lot of shit that, that like Steve Steve Bannon is 100%. Like, really, but like he got it he got off scot-free like he just I don't know but that, that that's the extent of that because I still think that Melissa McCarthy's really good when she's on SNL I think she's hilarious I don't know where she is though where is she has she been in anything lately she was promoting Law and Order SVU on the side of the street recently really yeah like with a poster I think she and Mariska are really good friends um I don't know but it's it's funny that you bring her up because... Because she was everywhere at one point. And those movies were just churning out. She's a same character type of person. I but think we talked that, about this last works, week though. or last episode. I think she... Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe she wanted to actually like start a family? I don't know. I mean, no, what? she's had kids. Oh, she's had kids. Oh, yeah. She was pregnant on the Gilmore Girls when she played Suki. Maybe she got to the, to the, like, the fuck you rich... To where she was like, I'm yeah, just gonna and she can be a little more. So she, you know what? She probably yeah. felt that she was oversaturating because she was churning out a movie every year. Yeah, she and she probably was like, with... before people get sick of me, I'll that take could a be breather. Because maybe they were. Because yeah. that was the movie with um, what is it, Sandra Bullock? The Heat is so funny. Do not shit on that movie. That movie is hysterical. Spy is very good. But then there are the ones, like, in between that are bad. Like, the one can with Christ. I mean, you could find it funny, but can you also admit that it's, like, her being her, and it's, an, and it's of course. a bit of, like, it's, like, too annoying. Bill Burr's in that movie. Michael Rappaport is in that movie. Jane oh. Curtin, SNL alum, is in that movie. 
That movie first, is good. That's one of the good ones. The intro is just so trite, you know, like you gotta you know, get through it because the first time I saw it, I didn't think it was it? funny either. You don't remember the intro where they were yeah, like, yeah, I've seen that movie like fifty times. Oh, that's such a waste of life. No, this movie what a waste is of so life. good, <laughs> and it's on it's on TV all the time. <laughs> I'm glad you don't watch it with me now. Jeez, that's such a, that would have been a deal breaker. It's like I gotta watch the heat again. I gotta get my. And I'd be fix. like, uh, heat the movie from '95. Yeah, oh like, my god, that's, that's so way good. That's, yeah. that I would, yeah, I'd be fine. Which is a movie I haven't seen. Oh my gosh, Alex. We've got to tap into it's Paul so Newman first it's and weird then that get I into seen that. So many of these movies. Anyway, next, I, that was it. Yeah. That was you it. know what's an Humanizing. underrated Melissa McCarthy sketch is yeah. when everyone remembers the horse one, but it's when she applies for a job to eat all the leftover pizza in an office. What? <laughs> She's like a leftover pizza eater. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, my number five is really, no one's going to agree with me, but it's my personal choice. My number five is Wayne's World. <laughs> I think we all know what it's about. I'm being silent for a reason. Yeah. Um, it aired on SNL 21 times. I will be upfront. I've never seen the movies. Um, then you can't have an opinion. But it's only <laughs> SNL. The, the, the first movie, the second world, Wayne's World, is not yeah, that great. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's okay. The first one is, is legendary. It's well, like, it's arguably the most successful SNL to movie. Uh, yeah, uh, successful for good yeah. reason. It's the first so one good. was Blues Brothers. This is the second one, but it is, I think, the most successful of the sketches into movie. It was a VHS that my sister and I would watch like so much and my mom secretly hated that we watched it uh, because it was a little bit ahead of our showing I know no, that not the no I'm no I'm saying like ahead of our like it was it was very sexual. adult yeah very sexual but some of the references we didn't understand. It said like it was like ribbed for her pleasure when they were like I don't know. I mean you haven't seen it so you don't understand that. It was funny. <laughs> no, joking. it was funny that in context. Yes, yes. In yes. context of the I I think you would find it funny. Um but we didn't understand what that meant. But she my mom was probably just like, "Oh, you know." And then like she told us that 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 VHS and the VHS for next Friday was just like next Friday. destroyed. Yeah. Destroyed for some like the like I think she said like maybe the VHS uh, player like ate it or something. Yeah. Anyway, so that era <laughs> of SNL, also my parents didn't really I'm, like. I'm just either. trying to overpower because I don't want you to criticize my it's favorite. It's totally no, it's based good. on my opinion. It's just um, skeezy to me. Like it makes me feel dirty. Um, that era of comedy, right? I don't really like like the cone heads. I never liked. Um, Is it because they were judging women by appearance? No, no. Because they do do that. I'm just a man That's why they were like, Um, no, I'm just, well, because they did do, they went down, they were like showing, you know, like. Yeah, no, it's just that Showing means like they were pushing their, you know, their midsection towards the air to reference that they they were thrusting. Um, I never liked the church lady (laughs) either. Like Dana Carvey is not funny to me. Um, What the? Dana Carvey's the shit. I don't like him at all. 
I did see that movie, Master of Disguise in the Theater. Anyway, so oh, it that originated. Was stupid. Turtle. <laughs> I know, that was ter- turtle, no, not turtle. Turtle. Yeah, it was that. <laughs> um, so it did. So Mike Myers originated this role um, on Canada TV, the Wayne Campbell role in '87 um, on a segment called "It's Only Rock and Roll." So it started there, and then once it moved to SNL, Dana S- Carvey. It was on SCTV. Yes. Cool. Uh, Dana Carvey came on. He based his character on his brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Mike Myers was... Garth. Mike Myers was... There was a little bit of tension because he really didn't want Dana Carvey to overshadow him in the sketch. So there was a little bit of a competitive vibe there. But I I like Mike Myers. Like, I like the Now We Dance. Yes, Sprockets. (laughs) Sprockets. Now it's time for Sprockets when we dance. (laughs) Um... But he, Mike Myers wrote this sketch with Bonnie and Terry Turner, who went on to do Third Rock from the Sun and that 70s show. Oh, yeah. What's um, her, wait. What's her name? It was a husband and wife uh, writing couple, Bonnie oh, and Terry. they wrote for Third Rock from the Sun. They created and wrote also it. Because also Jane Curtin is the, yeah, the main lady. Exactly, she yeah. was also in the older SNL. So. Yeah, of course. Jane, my parents uh, met Jane Curtin in the village when they were looking at apartments. They looked at hers. Um, were they shopping for curtains? <laughs> anyway, so um, also on the list of the top 100 SNL unforgettable moments, number one was uh, Wayne's World with Tom Hanks when Aerosmith came on and they uh, they performed the song mm. Wayne's World. It's mm. just like the basement, the rock, the late 80s, early 90s kind of skis of it all. You like I don't like it. Rock. I mean, I guess the, the stuff they liked was the, the hair metal. The hair metal, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. They, they in the movie, they worshipped Alice Cooper. <laughs> which is yeah, the shirt I know, that, yeah. mm-hmm. the shirt that Sam thought was a Metallica shirt. <laughs> and then Alice in Chains. Let's not Chains. get started no. on that. <laughs> it says Alice Cooper, and it's not. It's not Metallica. <laughs> but Phil Hartman was a part of some of the sketches as mm. Wayne's dad. So, mm. and Candace Bergen was his girlfriend. Mm. So there's some redeeming qualities. It's just not my type of comedy. I don't like that that era of SNL. You'll see later in my list too. It's really? just not mm. my fave. It seems to be the most legendary yeah. uh, SNL era. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, that's my number five. This one is, it's gonna be a difficult to parse. Like, I don't, I don't like it for kind of a strange reason. It's, it's, it's a newer one. Well, it's from 2016, which is weird because like a lot, a lot of, of mine from 2016. Because even I think Sean Spicer stuff was 2016. Yeah. 2017 probably because he was in oh, right, Office right, right, then yeah. too. Um, it's, it's a, it was a short, a digital short. Okay. It was called The Day Beyonce Turned Black. Oh, I remember this one. It, I didn't like it because, like, it, it is, like, almost like a, like a virtue signal, I feel, from the white cast members. But it's, like, it's playing so hard on itself to where it's, like, all white people are like they think that Beyonce was white. It's like and then they then they hear lemonade and then mm-hmm. they see music videos You're for that one and of it's your like faves. Oh I love lemonade, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the new album was like is fine. It was mm-hmm. okay. I mean I didn't we I didn't give it a good listen, but like lemonade is like so good. Yeah. Like the visual album's really good too. Um but I understand kind of where they're coming from because Beyonce was so like mainstream palatable for for I guess what we you would think would be white people 
you know, just the general, like, suburban white people that it's like, oh, she likes all the single ladies. She's a quote-unquote safe black person. Yeah, I guess so. And she didn't no longer wanted to be that. Yeah. Uh, And it felt like that was her time in Lemonade, even though, like, 500 people wrote that album, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was all pop. Yeah, all focus grouped and all pop writers that also wrote stuff that was, like, previously that was way more safe. Um, but I felt like it was her time to just be like more herself and I think also, it was making it like white people were afraid of it. And I think maybe they were playing on more of like Fox News kind of types being yeah. afraid of it. Well, just think white people also really appreciated the fact that they thought that Beyonce and Jay-Z had a faithful marriage. Yeah. You know, mm. and Lemonade is the first time she kind of spoke and sang out a against that you know because that's yeah. I mean it is what it is white people are stupid in that that they they equate a marriage that there's no stepping out as like the right and the norm and the unscariness you know what I mean oh yeah I mean yeah it, it was a very I hate to use the word like brave because like, <laughs> like yeah. use, it's like it was a very brave album to come out with you know yeah not like the brave Ooh. like certain people it's like oh she was brave for wearing that that top stop like, it like, I said like, that like, once <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's when we were first dating too anyway so that sketch who was the spearhead of that sketch again uh, what do you mean like who, who was the head I think everybody was in it every who single person who was the was writer in it. of it do oh, you I know? know I don't know I don't know okay. who wrote it um, probably probably like maybe you know maybe Keenan or yeah, I, I think know. so. I don't it felt like it was, but it might have been everybody, I think, yeah. because it was like a deprecation, like a self-deprecation of the white cast members for being like horrified that, that our, their beloved uh, Beyonce was more like edgy, you know, because right. her music was a little more edgy and it, like, <laughs> oh, wow. <coughs> there was the a LA moment. LA Times called it the best sketch ever. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, stupid. It's I'm like, so sick it's, of these paywalls. Yeah. Why do I have to pay for every single? I pay for New York Times. Time. You don't need LA Times. You get the New York. It's the same thing, but it is like kind of like, it's it's like hyper liberalism to where it's like it's yeah. it's it's making fun of itself so much. It's like putting a problem in front of you, and then tell and then like going at that problem. It's like making a fake problem. You know, to what a lot lot of right wingers do, I'm just saying it's like, but you have to identify it when the left does that Mm -hmm. as well, you know, Mm -hmm. because it it feels like it's like nobody kind of the starting of all that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it does. That's literally like every fucking week now. They're doing that with the fucking like the loan shit now. It's like making fake problems on top of it and misinformation on like where that money is actually going to come from just because. It's like, it's, I don't know. We don't have to get into that. But, um, yeah. So it, well, it was again... A, it's a difficult one to, like... It's so weird that that's, like, the number one, but it, it makes a lot of sense because it is, like, patting yourself on the back for being, like... I don't know. I don't, it's, it's, Once it's again, difficult. you yeah. go it. We're going to go from <laughs> your layered and very deep-thinking number mm-hmm. to my number four, which is Adam Sandler doing his last-minute Halloween costumes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So this was a weekend update character. It appeared three times. Are you familiar with this one? Mm, maybe, maybe. 
I think I've seen, I've seen Kevin Nealon introduced him, my yeah, man. I, love Kevin I know. And it really is just Adam Sandler in his goofy voice that is so fucking annoying doing, if you can't spend money on Halloween costumes, go as squishy face man. <laughs> go as crazy one-horn man. <clears throat> go as crazy hand coming out of your shirt guy. And it he does, does he do so, his little voice too? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's truly irritating. Aww. How did that make TV? Because Adam cause Sandler it's was... for simpletons. Adam Sandler was the... I don't, I don't know I would say he was the Pete Davidson of No, back Pete then. Davidson, at least he has layers. But he could do anything. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, his I feel like, weekend I feel like, update appearances as himself I guess are he at is, least thoughtful. And you sit thoughtful. down and you write through a monologue. And you there's nuances. Mm-hmm. And a punchline. This is just him being an ass being the annoying kid in physics one in the back of the class uh, Billy Madison he's terrible. being Billy Madison terrible yeah. oh my god also his character all of his characters opera man is annoying as fuck opera man's pretty stupid you should have picked that Cajun no yeah, oh, well, I love Cajun man it's, Cajun, it's the water boy. water boy terrible no movie. it's not no. D- talk about skis comedy. Oh, shitting all over my crawl. childhood. None of it is fun. None of it is thought out. So when you so. think about all of the other weekend update characters, uh-huh. they all feel like they're developed. They took time. They're crafted. Even Stefan. I mean, that was. Is he on your list? No, no. no okay. No. I haven't thought about it, but no. Um. There's Stefan, the drunk girl you wish you didn't start a conversation oh, with at a party. Her. Love, love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even, you know who's really, currently really good at Weekend Update characters? Uh, Heidi Gardner. Who's that? She's the tall, thin, blonde cast member. Uh, she's in a lot of. She's a rising star. She's really good, but she she does a weekend update character every guilty girlfriend on Law and Order SVU. It's very that, funny. That is, yeah. <laughs> she's um, she's trying. She's trying to be the next uh, Kristen Wiig, but I don't know if she has the chops. She's really funny. She's funny, I, but I don't think she's like transferable to like major movie funny. You know. Like, I hope so. I love her. Um, Sarah Squirm though. I know she's your girl. She was on. She's she was on the podcast <laughs> Bitch Sesh about Real Housewives. She, it was one of the best episodes I've ever listened she to. She is like she's too good and out there for SNL. I think she's just with yeah, like I don't her stand up. She, she opened for Black Mini because they want. I know because they want they want that they need yeah. more edge. Well, speaking they of don't have it at all. Speaking yeah. of her, that's why Farley and Sandler were fired in '95. They were like they're just repeating themselves. They're not developing. We need something a little really? more cutting edge. Yeah, they were both fired in '95. They for had, that, Lauren Lauren Michaels fought for them, but the heads of NBC hated hated Sandler. Yeah. Um, New York Magazine got full access for a month to SNL, like in his prime, and the writers hated Sandler. They were I like think it so was... over his shtick yeah. because he was this Halloween costume guy twenty four seven in the writers' room. Imagine that. Well, Imagine was le- that. He was le- probably leaning too far on just like a, he was probably patting himself on the back, saying like, "Yeah, I can do anything." Yeah do the least amount and it's like funny anyway it doesn't matter for sure that was where I was comparing with Pete Davidson to where like Pete seems to not 
do a lot sometimes in sketches but yeah. then he does a good one and he does like a good like a digital short it's pretty funny right. like with the, the rap and he's also and Lauren like, Michaels darling he protects yeah, him a lot no um, Lauren, Lauren like like maybe has a crush on him <laughs> oh, maybe so. a father figure since he didn't really have a well, that might be it. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, I was going weird. I guess yeah. uh, that needs to be more. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. Editor, it's, it's more. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, yeah, it's more but weird. I will say the one I read. The one time Adam Sandler was really starstruck was when Bruce Springsteen was the host or was the musical guest, sure. and he, you, he met Springsteen once before at their gym. And he was really excited because in front of the whole writer's room, Springsteen remembered him from the gym. It was like, hey, Adam, like, how are you? And he was, like, so happy about that. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ske- that sketch is so fun, though. Yeah, that one. Him making f- it, He wasn't really even making fun of him. He was just imitating him. Where, yeah, yeah. Where is Adam like, Sandler from? Uh, New York, I think. Yeah, he's from here. Is he? He grew up in New York? I think so. Let me see. One. If he didn't grow up in the city, he I think he grew up like nor- like maybe upstate. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. He's from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. Oh, okay. He went to NYU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's smart. How's you? Who do you? You got to be smart to come up with that stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I watched it while I was bored at work yesterday. Who you? He's, he's really good in uncut gems. Uncut fucking Don't make gems. me do I'm not going to do it. Uncut. I'm do- yeah, we can't do it. No. Um, <laughs> he's really good in that. When he wants to be good, he's really good. Whoa, 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 wait. <coughs> Horatio Sands' mm. accuser seeks to add more SNL alums to lawsuit? Oh, no. One day ago? Wait, this is what came up when oh, I just searched no. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Horatio Sands is, is yeah, not, not going through it. Good things. Tracy just- Morgan, Jimmy Fallon, mm. Lauren Michaels for his misconduct. Oh, Are we just going to read No, the, no, no. The sorry, sorry. I just saw that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Number three. <laughs> they can look that up. That, yeah, that's yeah. That's really, really sad, though. <laughs> okay, so number three is a bit of a cop-out because I just really, really hate this person. That, that's why Omeletteville was on mine. Really? Yeah. Uh, so it's an entire episode. <laughs> is it a host? It's a host. Okay. It's and it's not popular, but he is popular. Okay. And taking some liberties with these. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just really find this person to be a complete hack and fraud, and he just happens to be the most wealthy person in the world. Oh yeah. Grimes' husband, ex-husband. Ex-husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the entire episode with Elon Musk. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, so he does the sketches with Wario, which was like so unfunny. Uh, Chad on Mars. You could you can all watch this if you haven't seen it. Was if it you didn't this, see this past season? I think it was last year. Twenty. Some 20, some members uh, refused. To, I think Ad Bryant refused to be on the episode. Really? I think well, I don't so. Know that. Uh, Gen Z doctor was the most cringe to where he was like he was being a doctor for like like you know the cast members were pretending to be Gen Z and they were like saying just like things are bussing and all that and he was just like writing on a sheet of paper he's like the least like he I mean, at least Trump had like 
pizzazz. Like he has, like you know, like he, star quality. Trump has star quality. <laughs> but I mean, Elon Musk is like he is a he's a fraud, and like first because he didn't invent. I don't know if people know that. I don't know that he didn't actually invent Tesla. Right. He he's from South Africa. His parents had an emerald mine, which also was like already is problematic because like they basically had slaves in right. in South Africa mining emeralds, which is already really fucked up. He made money on PayPal, which everybody remembers is the worst fucking money like system. It's like I I will get my money in like seven to ten business months. Like it's right. just like. Holy crap, like this is. Okay. Venmo, all the way. <laughs> They're trying to be Venmo now with pay- PayPal. But that was how he became super wealthy. Then he bought the rights to Tesla. And these guys from uh, University of Illinois actually developed the technology for Tesla, but they get no. They get no, they get nothing from that. I mean, they probably have money from it, but like, they get no like. It's kind like, of they, like they when make it look like he's like the mastermind behind everything, but like he has a, a ton of smart people around him. It doesn't mean he's not smart, but like he's just the guy with the money. It's kind of like when Danny DeVito stole the idea for spandex mini skirts from um, Judd Nelson. This is the plot of Ruthless People. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen that. <laughs> You want to Danny. reference another movie I don't, I've never seen? Like, Danny DeVito, <laughs> Bette Midler, it's so good. Anyway, oh, yeah, Danny DeVito, though, yeah. Uh, but he's just is a is a fraud to me, uh, especially because a part of it is because his Twitter presence is so annoying, and yeah. like he's I don't know how, now, how did he book that? How did they allow that? He to only happen? booked that because he's rich, because he wa- he's desperately wants to be liked, and it's so sad because like. He has no charisma at all. No. Like, he literally, in all those sketches, he's just like, I mean, I, like, he just, like, kind of delivers the lines, and everybody has to kind of, oh, he, he's rich, he's, he's probably, like, he's probably he put is, money, he probably paid okay. SNL to be on it. Yeah, you know, they, like, they like, got well, their, I want to be on They got like, Keenan's salary this, this, covered this, yeah. for the year. <laughs> this is the only way that, like, Grimes and I are going to stay together, because they're both in the Wario thing, and then within months... Grimes is no longer with him. She's like I, don't, I mean, she. I'm not saying that she's a money grubbing. I would. Girl, I would like, get it and run. And that's what she did. I mean, yeah. had two kids, and now she's with um, a woman, right? Well, a trans. Like, um, um, what's his name? It was the. It was the. Right. What is it? What is it called? Bradley. It was Bradley Manning. Now, like something Manning. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. But what? Anyway. Um, yeah, his just, mother was named the most beautiful old like senior citizen by like Bazaar or something, which is bizarre. It, like yeah, biz- I would be Bazaar South Africa edition. No, it's something, but it's like yeah, of course she's a gorgeous older woman. She's her son is the richest man in the world. She can pay anything to be like stop with it. Why are why are we feeding into this bullshit? No more bullshit. No more bullshit. <laughs> That's what Tim Heidecker says. No more Speaking of bullshit, this is Mm. true bullshit, my number three. Okay, what is it? Kate McKinnon sings Hallelujah, the first episode after the election, as Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, I do remember. This is... It was one of the cringiest. Yeah, in the moment. Awful. Can you say now it it was cringe? It's cringe now. But can you see? In the moment, the moment I was watching moment. it, I was like, what is 
what they're obviously taking a stand yeah. they're well yeah they always do they're yeah. obviously pronouncing that SNL is Kate McKinnon's show yeah. like fuck all of other cast members if I was well she played like her she played Hillary yeah though. but and then this Leonard Cohen did die that Monday before that's why they picked Hallelujah yeah. so the, let me just tell you what the original idea was for this episode mm. for the cold open the original was that um, the writer the Amy Wallace wanted for each of the female cast members to talk straight onto the camera one by one about how she felt about Trump winning and culminating in McKinnon singing Imagine. So Lorne thought that was too partisan. However, that would have been way funnier. Those women are smart writers. They would have written really, really good reasons and funny like this wasn't he lauren thought that would be not funny because that he said remember this is a comedy show whereas they produced the least funny thing to to punctuate trump winning it was awful oh god and then lena dunham said it was the most beautiful thing ever on tv like all this pandering but also it's a crock of bullshit because you brought Trump on as a host the year before, and then you're gonna have Kate McKinnon do this grand gesture and then look into the camera almost crying, saying, I'm not giving up and neither should you. It's bullshit. All of this is fucking bullshit. You can't cry about Trump winning when you humanized him and made him the butt of the joke. No, it doesn't work both ways. And the least funny person, Kate McKinnon, being the spearhead of it all. I hated it. Everything about it. She was the worst Hillary. That's the one time I liked Amy Poehler was when she was Hillary. Yeah, she was a good Hillary. This is bullshit. Yeah, I miss Tina Fey's uh, Sarah Palin. That might actually come back, sadly. Because Sarah Palin might be in Congress, because the the like the, the, con, the, the congressman from Alaska passed away, who was already a clown, and is going to be an even bigger. Clown. Oh my god! <laughs> and then also they did a sketch where Alec was uh, Alec Baldwin was Trump, and Kate McKinnon was Hillary, and then they kind of break character and go to Times Square and hug people and then she piggybacks on him and then they go back to studio and they're like this election's but this election circuit's been really ugly we like almost making like the stance of like they're both devil or like they both did equally wrong Mm -hmm. where it's like no 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 clinton had her problems but she's not as bad as the like they tried to put them on the same level as behaving badly Mm -hmm. I hated all of it. What? Oh, oh just elbow sorry. noises. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I'm getting worked up over here. No, I know. You just... <laughs> I saw it. I know, I know. Oh, no, don't wake up the little one. Um, I remember mm. watching that live, too, and my mouth was just a gape. I think my dad was still alive when it aired, too. My tongue fell out of its mouth and then yeah. rolled back up inside. Yeah. And I like, think we were both watching it, like... Yeah. This is. I think at the moment I was kind of I was I was. And Lauren was vetoed the, in, Lauren the fervor, vetoed the, the original the idea fervor. because it wasn't funny enough, mm. and then produced this. Yeah. No. It was that should have been my number one. How much I got worked up. 
It was just soothing all the the, the liberals, you know, with the liberal tears. It's I feel like the rant that you just went on, we went on. People could think of that we're like right wing. <laughs> we're so left wing that we come back to the right because we're no. so critical of how. Uh, I just said Clinton didn't like nearly like, do yeah. as much bad stuff as Trump. No, of course. But yeah. they should both be in jail. Yeah. The lesser Lock two them evils. Up. Lock them up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Brandon. my number three. Brandon just uh, shaved off $10,000 on my student loans. <laughs> which is less than the, Which here. is less than the uh, interest uh, within probably the past couple of years. So, yeah, thanks. Yeah, donate Thank to you. the pod, guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> donate. <laughs> Three, three dollars, four dollars. That would be that would really help. And get us some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two for you. Number two. Okay, so this is another reoccurring sketch, and mostly a person, uh, one like one person in the sketch because it's like the main person in the sketch. Also a movie. Uh, a, a, an instance of like something that is is in bad taste now. I understand that it's in bad taste now. And at the time was funny, but I don't even think it was that funny back then. Hmm. It's, it's Pat. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yes! yeah, you got it, it the same com- time. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny, but it's not. It's just I not, know. though. It just, truly Julia aged. Sweeney is awesome. Oh, I love her. She's very underrated as an actress in, in any way. Like, that movie is also like, named the worst SNL movie. But literally, like, no, like... The it, the whole the whole premise is Pat being yeah. androgynous, which they ultimately ultimately they said I think they like ultimately said that like Pat is a woman yeah because I mean it is Julia Sweeney playing mm-hmm. Pat but Julia Sweeney did a very good job at being an androgynous person or maybe inter intersex yeah you know and but the whole movie and the whole sketch was I don't all know. of like people. Trying to figure out if it was a man or a woman. How was that made and into a like, movie? <laughs> it's like it's so stupid. It like uh, it should have only been maybe one sketch. It was. De- it's definitely very much like an '80s trope that yeah. like now is being brought back, and it could easily be on like some bullshit right wing like you know Daily Wire type comedy thing or like a Steven Crowder type thing. I don't yeah. think a lot of people will know, understand who the, who I'm talking about, but like, because I'm deep in the I know. the web of because of you've that. taught me. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. So I tell you <laughs> uh, that it would just like I don't. I'm surprised they haven't even brought that character back, but maybe I think maybe everyone's they've asked. trying to bury that character. <laughs> well, I'm not saying them as in like SNL. I'm saying yeah, like no, them as in like people that are making fun. Maybe even Dave Dave Chappelle. You know, would bring that character back or something. But they've probably, SNL probably owns that. And they're like, they asked them and they were like, no, we will definitely sue you if you do anything that has anything to do with Pat. I wonder if Julia Sweeney has said anything about it. That's a good question. I I should have actually looked at that. I think she's great. Yeah. But she's great. Some of the, I, I don't know, even if it wasn't severely problematic, I don't know how that sketch was made into a movie. The but, movie yeah, the movie was really bad. I just remember one sketch um, in the movie, one moment in the movie that just stood out that, like, I forget who was trying to figure out if, it, uh, if Pat was a, a man or a woman, but, like, you see Pat 
um, in front of a toilet and he like kind of just walks by and it's like a toilet that I don't know why there would be a toilet that's like open air or like with with a with, a, with like like a, a window and then like you don't see the bottom half or something and he just like walks by you see standing there hearing liquid coming out of something like <laughs> and then and then they run in which is also like fucked up like don't run in on somebody going to the bathroom that's not cool. Yeah, remember and then that Pat next doesn't, time, Alex. Pat doesn't. <laughs> no, but they're not their significant other. I'm doing, but then Pat is standing there pouring out uh, expi- <laughs> expired orange juice into the toilet. So stupid. Like, like nobody. An instance that nobody, nobody would do that. <laughs> Who does that? Like every everybody that would just pour it into the sink. Like why no. is you pouring? Uh, in, in, I would. I put. You pour it in the toilet. Not orange juice, but like spoiled milk into the down toilet. the toilet. My mom taught me that. Yes, because you flush it down. It goes into the sink. No, the sink is where you brush your teeth and want to be clean. Yeah, maybe it actually makes more sense. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's stupid as hell, though. You, didn't, you haven't seen that, though. You didn't see that. No. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's funny. So, But it's still bad. It's bad. We're doing problematic SNL sketches now. We're not actually doing our least favorite. We're doing no, another problematic. Well, my number, uh, my series. number two, my number two is very problematic to the organization One Million Moms. It's so stupid. Oh, yeah. I'm really gonna piss yeah, off people it? with this one. What is it? Delicious, delicious dish, sweaty balls. This what sketch the fuck? is this sketch is not funny. It's so it's fucking juvenile. Funny. I, I hate love Alec Baldwin. I love the sweaty balls. <laughs> Alright, for those of you Anna Gasteyers for those Molly of you, Shannon. I know, who I both I love them both very much. And I like so I like face. delicious dish. That sketch, the NPR. Straight face just talking about sweaty balls. Anna Gasteyer plays Margaret Jo McCollin. Molly Shannon plays Terry Rialto. <laughs> Rachel Dratch took over Molly Shannon. I just know that. <laughs> uh, Molly, uh, Rachel Dratch took Molly Shannon's position when she left. But it's Uh-oh, just. Oh, there's pe- a PC police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're arresting me for laughing at that. It's bad. They sketch. are, yeah. There it is. I'll um, see you later. Uh, so Alec Baldwin plays Pete Schwetty, and he comes on for it's a Christmas episode. This is like people's holiday tradition to like watch rewatch this sketch. Um. And he talks about his delicious sweaty balls. His lines like, <laughs> "It's been years since I've seen any balls. Can I touch your balls? They're bigger than I expected. No one can resist my sweaty balls." Ben and Jerry even made a ice cream flavor, sweaty balls. But yeah, one million moms went uh, went after this sketch. Actually, Lauren Michael believed in this sketch so much because this is a typical sketch that would air after the midnight hour, like probably after Weekend Update. They put kind of the more quote unquote risque sketches after Weekend Update when the oh, really? 
when the viewers. I didn't know they did it. I thought they yeah. just put on the like the, the worst sketches. But more risque, just because mm. viewers drop off after that. The levers. You remember the levers? Oh, I loved that. No, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, in the jacuzzi. Yeah. Um, funny. <laughs> so he fought to have this in the top of the show. This was an Anna Anna Gasteyer wrote this sketch, by the way. Um, of course she did, because yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and her so family is so adorable. This was one of the first, yes. Yeah, I know. You know them yeah. personally. Um, this was one of the, f- on the episode, one of the first sketches. So they fought to have it, um, have it first. Um, but if I'm watching, it aired on December 12th, 1998. This was actually the ninth iteration of this sketch. What? People think this is the original delicious dish. This was the ninth time it aired. Oh, so wait, wait, why? It wasn't like what the, were the premiere. Other like what? What? What made the other sketches funny? Like were they? It all, was all they double entendres. No, it was all double entendres uh, and puns. That I was had the no thing. Oh yeah, yeah. This was. Mm. This wasn't a one-off. These were car- delicious dish. Was a recurring sketch. I gotta watch those because I. And they were all based never. on double entendres and the women just being very serious NPR. Well, yeah, NPR, yeah. But just not Dude, getting the puns about. at all. The puns would happen. ASMR. I love it. Like what would they be though? What, what are the other I can't remember. I should have so done. Like, I should have done research for like some because like I don't remember. Mil- Mildred's meat curtains, like. Ew. I, like oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but let's say I want to watch an SNL Christmas sketch to get into the holiday spirit. This would not be my pick. I would pick actually a recent one that. And I got a robe. It's really good. Kristen Wiig. It's a digi- It's a. It's a song. It's about the kids and the dads getting all these amazing Christmas gifts. And it's like from her two kids and her husband, she got a robe. And it's just Kristen Wiig like, and I got a robe. It's hmm. funny. Well, that's um, my least favorite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Did you ever see the Steve Martin A Holiday Wish Ooh, monologue? maybe. In 86. Oh, yeah, it's really yeah. good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, it um, even Mr. Robinson's Eddie Murphy's uh, Christmas where his Cabbage Patch doll was just, like, a broken-down, like, garbage doll with a cabbage on its head. I do remember that. And the great song, Do It In My Twin Bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was oh, a Christmas. Yeah. It's going home for Christmas with your new boyfriend, and you're okay. doing it in the twin bed. I anyway, Sweaty Balls oh, was yeah, never yeah, yeah, funny sketch, to me. Yes, I love that. Well, they were, they were uh, yeah, in their childhood bed. Jimmy Fallon was the host because he was, like, dressed like Winnie the Pooh because he has the shirt on the top and no pants on the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that was an A.D. Bryant uh, sketch. Oh, cool. Okay. But yes, Shreddy Balls, never funny. Hate it. Do you remember the... Hated uh, it! That's, do you, do you I think, the, in Living Color. Oh, hated it. <laughs> the, music, the movie reviews, hated it. Hated it. I thought that was all that. No. No. Do you remember all that? Of course. I grew oh, okay. up on all that. Nice. That's why I have an... An alliance, an allegiance, allegiance to, Ke- <laughs> to Keenan Thompson, Thompson because yeah. he's been in your life for so long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember that uh, Steve Martin was never actually a part of the uh, cast? Alex, a lot, I just you're talking to, to someone who wrote to Steve. I'm also Ma- talking I, to other people that might not know that. I wrote to Steve <laughs> Martin when I was 12, saying that I loved him so much, and he sent me back a headshot that said "Best wishes to me." What? Really? Yeah, I have it in. It's on my mom's house. You I'll get, show it to you. It you was should, framed in my bedroom for a very long time. You know what you should get your mom? Huh? Steve Martin cameo. 
He does cameo? No, he doesn't. Oh, he's get, too big Why would you guess? Why? Too, well, I would mention it because it. it's because she's going to listen to it and then be excited. <laughs> I've gotten and her then a cameo be before. Be <laughs> <it's> not, um, <laughs> that would be really cool, though. Sometimes yeah. famous people do it for charity. But he's too yeah, he's too big for pure cameo. He's a great writer, too. No, uh, uh, I love King Tut, Steve Martin. Have you ever yeah. seen that sketch? Yeah. And then he does this really great stuff. Uh, Some of his stuff with, is a little sticky, though. Like, uh, but it's it's with that's the okay. arrow on his head. But yeah. um, like his it, dance well, with Gilda Radner, yeah. you have to watch that. Have you seen that? No, they meet each other in the club oh, and no. they come together and they do like a, a funny waltz. Oh. It's it's gorgeous. And you cool. know I love a music music uh, like, movie musical. Do you moment. like wild and crazy guys? I do. Yeah. It's it's it I love Dan Aykroyd so. It's cute. It's cute. But it could have been in my top ten. Maybe. Just it's like overrated. A little, yeah, a little. overrated. But, but it's like... But le- you have to remember the legendary. time it came. But the time it came out. Yeah, yeah it's like silly, silly like guys says, that are like loving women, but the... Says you know, the girl who has women, all the like, early 90s stuff They're like <laughs> They're basically the 70s incels. It's true. They are. Because like, <laughs> <It's true. laughs> they're pretending we to be, be like swaggy. We should be them for Halloween. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, my number two. Number two, my number one in the. Wait, give me hints. I want to guess. Two people that you hate. <laughs> two people that you've been that you've been talking Kate about. Kate McKinnon. I think that you may have either that you, either this is your number one, and I'm going to totally ruin no, it. No, you like my number one. Oh, okay. Well, you don't like this this number one, and I don't I don't think you remember it. Don't don't tell because me. Because it would have made my list if I did. Yeah. Amy it, Poehler. It's. It, it is another part of the theme of this really just becoming a problematic SNL sketch uh, thing. Oh. It's, I think it's the most problematic SNL sketch. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's not the Christopher Walken, like, date rape one. Oh, no. I oh, yeah. That was, that was considered, but no, it's not. Um... It has two members not that you've Canteen already... Not Canteen Boy. It's Canteen Boy. Yes! <laughs> Alec Baldwin, Adam Sandler. That almost what, made my list. How, like, I, it's still, like, I, I chuckle at it a bit, but it's still a scoutmaster. Yes. I, and I, I, I don't like it because, like, I, I kind of experienced a little what? bit of this. Not, not to this extent. Oh, my God. Not to this extent, but... If people don't know Canteen Boy, it's a Boy Scout thing where, like, they're around the fire, and then you kind of figure out gradually that Alec Baldwin is, like, really trying to get with uh, uh, Adam Sandler. Who, rape, who all, molest. Yeah, I'm just saying get with, whatever. Kind of trying to rape, molest uh, Adam Sandler, who is a, is playing a, a little boy. A child. Playing a child. And it's, uh, it, it, like, the way they're doing it is funny if you just kind of remove that, that fact. But, like, I don't, I don't get why they, they chose to do that. I don't really understand why that, like, that's still, I mean, of course it's way, way taboo now, and it was then, of, like, of pedophile, pedophiles and pedophilia, especially weirdly on the right now, but I think it's, like, all just kind of, like, a weird cue thing that, like, calling people a pedophile just because they're, like, because they're gay or trans. This is is prime for the right-wingers to use it as a grooming thing. Yeah, Yeah, of course. 
that's why like that's just why that's night number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I like, but I kind of experienced a light version of this um, when I was on a mission trip in uh, West Virginia when I was young. At twelve, I was twelve-ish. I think I was twelve. So not like super young, but like. Dear Lord. Uh, there was just one guy that like was he wasn't really officially a part of our youth group at like uh, but he like had just joined but weirdly he didn't have any kids and then I mean they, they know where to go yeah but it Predators. just and my friend Nick and I were on the mission trip and like when we were around he would just always like kind of comment on our appearance and but he wouldn't he never like crossed a, a major line but I didn't really... He was just so different from, like, uh, who I had ever experienced, like, anywhere else. Like, because, you know, because other, other, like, f- uh, parental figures would, like... If they talked about stuff like that or whatever, if they, it would just be, like, a joke or, like... It would just never, like, go that far to where it was, like... He told me, like, I had... Because I was a little bit of a chubby kid. He said, like, oh, you got a little, like, fat... Or a little, uh... <laughs> a little, uh, spare tire around there it was just like that's, but it, that's it terrible was mean, on a lot of levels but in the way he was saying it was just like kind of like this is this is weird I don't know what the, and he and he just kept commenting on how like athletic we both were mm. and it, well, it was just it was I'm so glad that it didn't like go far beyond that well, this but the, I want to talk I want to talk about like the difference between the, for people who are like still thinking that like trans people and gay people are grooming and they're grooming as in that they are pedophiles if they are pedophilia is not teaching kids about sexual orientation and they're even like pedophiles are like saying that it is a sexual orientation and even if it even if it is because there are a lot of not a lot but like there is a population of pedophiles that are, are are attracted to younger people they're like they are totally separate. Yeah. And the way that the the right is like melding the two things to where it is like literally legislated in, in, in Florida where you can't mention like who like if, if you basically now it's like the don't say gay thing to where it's like if you're gay and you're a teacher, you can't have a picture of your significant uh, significant other on your desk. <clears throat> because know. that is being warped as saying that that's like like grooming you, them into like who they are, and not just like saying this is me. I'm I'm a teacher. I like I'm gay, and th- this is who I this is who I or or trans or like or whatever. But it's like it's so fucked up that they're mashing the two together. It makes me sick. All right, rant over. <laughs> wow, you're really bringing it today, Alex. <laughs> Should I just go into my number one <laughs> just because go to yet, number one, yeah. yet again? Yours has layers, and mine just isn't funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if you can guess it. But thank you for that, Alex, and I agree with everything. And thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, But no, that sketch is disgusting. I don't know if they're allowed to replay that either. No, probably not, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's see if you can guess this. Give me hints, please. Based, this character is based on 
a character by a similar name that used to have a t that was used to be a TV show. Uh, the lead guy who did it is one of your favorite cast members. He was in a very good dramatic movie with Bruce Stern. Oh wait, oh yeah. So many emotions. <laughs> no, it was like oh, like I was realizing what the movie was. And, What's and the, the guy, you know the the guy Have is. you ever seen Nebraska? I've listened to it. No, <laughs> it always comes back to a place of Springsteen. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, it's Will Forte. Yes. Uh, what, is, what is it? MacGruber. Oh, no. I know. I oh, know. MacGruber. They say that the show on Peacock is, is good. Everyone loves it. It's, be, it's reached a cult fan favorite. It was... I think it's beyond cult. The movie was like one of the biggest movie bombs in history. I think I, I think I saw <laughs> No, I mean, it's funny about like detonating bombs and it was I know, a bomb. They, <laughs> <laughs> Jokes it, on them. <laughs> and then it explodes mid sentence. Like. Anyway, if you guys don't remember, MacGruber was a sketch based on MacGyver. Originally, it was based, uh, it was supposed to be his like stepbrother, MacGruber, mm-hmm. and all the things were supposed to be really grotesque things he did to fix the problem, like using pubes or they did use the dog turd a lot, but like. It was a anyway. It was but, funnier to me. Oh whoa! Lightning! Oh shit! Shit! Uh, it was funnier to me that it wasn't all like poopy and and sexy yeah. sex jokes. You know, like it was it was just like kind of innocent. You know, so, it yeah. was a little innocent. So anyway, this is the brainchild of Jorma Tacone. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, name? Yorma. 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 He's what a part of the lonely. Name? Yeah, lonely. T- Island, Tacone. Yeah. Tacone. Tacone. Yeah. I don't know. But he was a part of the Lonely Island crew. Like, he pushed so hard for this sketch. Because it's good. (laughs) Will Will Forte did not like it. For some reason, he kept on bringing it back to the table reads. And then he... And now it's his most famous thing. I know. Then he broke it up into, like, first a one-minute sketch. Then you know how it plays throughout the episode. It's not just one sketch. It's, like, plays throughout. And I love that Ryan Phillippe is is also too. Um... But then it started to become, oh, so Craig Mazin, the creator of the show Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. He said that the MacGruber movie is the most confident and perfect movie ever made. Uh, what? I know. There's a whole article about it. What's what's his name is in it, too? Val Kilmer. Yes. I think is in it too. But anyway, we're not getting into the, the movie. He was the bad it's guy before he, the sketch. before he had the the like the cancer in his face, I think. He like, was in the Top Gun remake, right? I think he was kind of in it. Yeah. He wasn't No like, Meg Ryan though, sexist. Anyway. Um No whatever the uh, lady <laughs> Kelly was. Kelly McGinnis. Kelly McGinnis cuz she doesn't give a fuck. She, she said fuck, fuck <laughs> you to Hollywood, baby. Yeah, look, um, look her up. Anyway, right. so in 2009, Pepsi was rebranding, and they wanted to team up with SNL for a big Super, Mo- Super Bowl commercial, mm-hmm. and Lorne Michael pushed MacGruber. He said, if you want to do a commercial with SNL to rebrand yourself, you're going to do it with MacGruber. He loved the sketch. Cool. And then by the time he 2000... Ugh, it's not funny. It's just simply not funny. You're still not anyway. even telling me why it's not funny. To Maeve Alice Kinnar, it's just the same joke over and over, and then the girl in the corner, you're running out of time, Gruber. Like, it's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's the same joke, oh. and the and the, the one joke.
joke isn't funny. Sometimes when it's just a repetitive joke, at least like Debbie Downer, at least the original joke is funny. And yeah. it just this one never funny, and then it just repeats. Well, they repeated it a few times on the show, but like they expanded it into the movie, which wasn't. I mean, it goes the movie into was the, pretty good. Well, the, mo- but the show goes into the identity good, of the. Of the yeah. yeah, so it's um, basically like a parody of. Oh God, I'm gonna MacGyver, which MacGyver was already kind of silly, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was. was a, it, it was a Johnson? parody. Was it Don Johnson? I don't the remember. I think. Yeah. But I, never, in, I never saw that. But show. by the time 2007 rolled around, hosts like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill, they would come on and be like, we have to do MacGruber. I'm only hosting if I'm in a MacGruber sketch. So it did. I mean, the show like apparently delves into his like psyche and all of that. So hmm. I just never funny. It did come back this season when Will Forte hosted. Hmm. I like Will Forte. I feel like Beck Bennett tried to be a Will Forte. Just I think you wasn't didn't like Will good. Forte. I'm changing my opinion on the dime, okay? <laughs> I love Will Forte. He's so great. I wish he was in more stuff. Anyway, that's my number one, baby. Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> Man, I'm going to be so late for the place that shall not be named. It's raining. I have to walk to the subway. Well, i gotta, I got to tell you the I next know, thing. I know, I know. I'm very so excited. So let's do it quickly. Let's do it yes, quickly. I'm very quickly, excited. Quickly. Tell me. Hit me. Okay, so this is our top ten... Wow, it's really pouring outside. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so this is our top ten moments on vacation. Oh, it's a personal list. Personal list. Oh. Of our top ten moments on, in our on location, we tell, you know, our moment. Tell us, like, where, you know, where you went. And so you want vacation. me to brag? <laughs> it is a bit of a... <laughs> It is a bit of a bragging thing, because it'll be way different. Yours is gonna be way different than mine. Mine's gonna be like, yeah, I went down to the Myrtle Beach, and you know, like, I, I, I picked up a little frog, and he like he winked at me. That was my, that was my number one. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. And yours so is like, get... I went to the, uh, the Parisian, uh, whatever in the villa. Yeah, no, I like, this. Like, this is gonna be very personal. It's know, gonna be a like, poetic. Yeah. I went. Episode. I went down and, and visited uh, Hitler in in uh, in. Aust- no making shit up. <laughs> in Argentina, because he's. He's I've been to Argentina. Arge- I know, that's what I'm saying. You've been to Argentina a lot, and I've never been close to Argentina. Okay, <laughs> this is this is like yeah. a little mem- memoir. Yeah, this is way. I think well, not better, but I'm just saying this is a different is a turn because we love went it. we went movies, which mm-hmm. still was like fashion. We went clothes and movies at the same time, so we kind of knocked yeah. those two out. Too, oh my God, too we're hard. already jumping the shark. And then, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then we went music, which is like mm-hmm. everything, you know. And then we went specific on television with a TV show. So we got to go. Okay, a more I, I'm really you know? excited about this. Even though so I've top, gone pretty personal on this. So, so like, yeah. <laughs> no, this will be great. So, top ten favorite vacation moments. Yeah, vaca- vacation moments. Yeah. Wait, you mean from the the vacation movies? Yes. <laughs> the Griswold I moments. I can't. I could do top twenty moments on that. Not <laughs> like, a Chevy Chase do, household that I, could, I grew up in. I could do top twenty moments in Christmas vacation. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. Um, my family's gonna be really upset. I know. Is that gonna We're have gonna to be on the it. rotation? Oh, We're gonna make you love it. I'm gonna make you watch the ref. Oh yeah, watch it. Yeah. It's great. Wait, who's in that? Dennis Leary, oh, oh God. Kevin Spacey. Oh no, I was more ugh on, on Dennis Leary. Oh, I love him. 
He's okay. He was one of my first crushes. I think he's overrated. Uh, Judy Davis, great. Christine Baranski. Ugh, that woman. I think Bill... This is a hot take, that I think Bill Burr is a better Boston comic than Dennis Leary. Oh, that's... But Dennis Leary is talented, and he had way more... He's a great actor, He was in Rescue Me, like, and I kind of liked Rescue Me, but, like, I don't know why... It feels like Bill Burr is doing him better. He just played Wrigley Field. No, not Wrigley Fenway. Sorry, Fenway, sorry, yeah. sorry. Fenway. Yeah, totally different place. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like he is doing him, him better. It's like, where is Dennis Leary now? Is he, yeah, is he okay? Know. Oh, is he, he was just on a show that my friend my friend played her his wife. Hmm. Uh, one of these shows, Blue Bloods or something like that. So he's on a network show, I think. Yeah. He's chilling. Yeah. yeah. He's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I'm excited. Dennis Leary is fine. I'm excited. Yes. This topic is going to be good. All right, everybody. What? We're done. I have to go to the place that shall not be named. Walk in the rain. All right. You you start. I love you. I love you. That's not how it goes. But I'm Schmoopy. No, you're my Schmoopy. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.